Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Oh, you just spoiled it. You're supposed to start talking. I didn't hear you, so now I've been talking with Carly in a side conversation. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. 200 episodes in. Jesus Christ. John. This is par for the course, really. Tony. Welcome back, listener. We talk about random shit. (laughs) You know what today is? It's... It's not your birthday. No, it's uh, our podcast birthday. 200. Oh, yeah? I don't... Although I thought our birthday was uh, uh, would be at like two hundred and four. Our birthday's actually in it's January. Two years, yeah. I think I think our birthday was the second of January because didn't we start our first episode yeah. recorded on like We've the second a few episodes? Or, so yeah, it would have been before now. We just didn't celebrate it. We're, we're celebrating, celebrating it now. Two hundredth episode. Happy two hundredth episode! <laughs> Yay! It's our bicentennial. Okay. Yeah. Well, normally. We all pick a specific movie genre. Mine's horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure, but after 200, I'm changing it. Oh, shit. Oh, to an adventure in action. Damn. Oh, okay. I don't changing know if mine we're to survive vampire. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I do anyway most of the time. Vampires and, and um, dream Freddy Krueger's. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but this is our 200th episode, so. We made it. Changing mind to like unbelievably good movies. Oh, mm. shit. Well, that's quite the change from the other shit you've been picking. Mine, mine has to be 98% or better mm-hmm. on, on uh, Red Rotten Tomatoes. There's a lot of crappy movies that are 98% oh, I know. better. Mm. All right, so this week. On the podcast. Is everybody's Is pick. our 200th episode special event. Armageddon. Because we, all, because we all like this movie, decided yep. let's do Armageddon. Because 100 we did, what was it, the top fives or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For 50, we did Big Trouble in Little China. It was a great, great movie. For 150, I think we didn't do anything. No. I don't remember doing anything. What was 150? Now I have to look. Well, there's no way to find out. So for 200, <laughs> um, we're, we're going to do Armageddon. So you know, the longer you're with someone, the fewer little right. milestones you celebrate. Like, and, <laughs> like your wedding anniversary, they have a, a traditional gift or modern gift, whichever What's one it 200? is, from one to two, from one to twenty. <laughs> After twenty, they don't have a twenty-one. Yeah. You don't get anything special to twenty-five, and then it's thirty. <laughs> the gift is that you stayed married oh. for twenty. Yeah. For 150, we did Streets of Fire. Oh, oh, God. oh man! Oh, that was a special edition. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, when I because I thought about it and I was like, "How do you beat Big Trouble in Little China?" I was like, Street "With those fire. costumes, <laughs> yeah. patent leather waiters." <laughs> wow! And 151 was my favorite movie, Slither. Mm. Nice. Okay. Well, she brings it up every episode. So. Uh, <laughs> it should go on the next bingo card. Okay. Well, I wish I wouldn't have picked such a highly loved horror movie that is like shit everyone loves it but elaine <laughs> everybody's right. taste is shitty so what is this elaine? movie we're, we're going to be uh watching here this, discussing this is uh armageddon it's uh imdb was 6.7 mm-hmm. rotten tomatoes gave it a 38 percent critics 73 percent audience mm-hmm. <laughs> i love when it's a big disparity like yeah. that mm-hmm. like hmm. metacritic's like in the middle they're 42 they're like meh sorry so what you're thinking why didn't i do this movie before I don't know. <laughs> I think it was one of those. I was like, "Oh, I can, I can always do that." So if I need a movie, I'll pull it out of. Now check out Never this. Did. Now check out this uh, setup. Mm-hmm. Written by Jonathan Hen- Hensley, mm-hmm. 
Welcome back to the podcast. Problem. Mm-hmm. The Punisher. Nice. The Saint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mm-hmm. I did two out of those three. Yeah. J.J. Abrams co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the podcast. Star Trek mm-hmm. 9, Cloverfield. Shane Salerno, also mm-hmm. welcome back to the podcast, mm. wrote uh, Aliens vs. Predator. Mm-hmm. Interesting mm-hmm. movie. Directed by Michael Bay. Yep. Never Wel- heard of him. Welcome back to the podcast. Transformers. Six Underground. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that was mine. Yeah. Great movie. It was. Great movie. It's good. Yeah. Starring Bruce Willis. Ever mm-hmm. heard of him? Die Hard. Welcome, welcome back, back to the podcast. podcast. From Die Hard. Die mm-hmm. Hard. And Expendables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Last Boy Scout. Yeah. I just forget we did it's the last one. appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the podcast. Love Actually. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the po- They're all welcome back to the podcast. Ben Affleck. Welcome back to the podcast. Justice League. Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Liv Tyler. Welcome back to the podcast. Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Will Patton. Welcome back to the podcast. From Punisher. Two, yeah. From Gone two. in 60 Seconds. Mm-hmm. And Entrapment. There you go. Two weeks Ooh. ago. Four He's been busy. He's yeah. a really underrated actor. He's awesome. Yeah. He's always awesome. Welcome back to the podcast, Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. Welcome Desperado. Back mm-hmm. Welcome back to the podcast, Peter Stormare mm-hmm. from Constantine and Batman vs. Dracula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was looking at it. I was Dr. Like, Acula. He was Dr. Acula. Constantine. I was like, yeah, but he was also Dracula. <laughs> I said, oh, I know. Very well aware. Welcome back to podcast, Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. Anaconda. Mm-hmm. Now. And The Rundown. Was he The Rundown? No. 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 That was Sean William Scott. You're right. And welcome back to the podcast, Keith David from Volcano. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, RIP, Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, yeah. He has not been on the podcast before. But I made you Daredevil now. I love huh? that dude. He's awesome. He was. Mm-hmm. He was really good in Green Mile that like yeah. made his career. He, he almost got fired from this that. movie. I know, because he was wasn't acting enough. He did a really great audition, and they hired him. This was like his first big movie. He was nervous. And he was so nervous, and he wasn't doing very well, and they're like, and they pulled him aside. Bruce and Willis like, Look, and Michael Bay. We need you to be the guy that you were on your audition, and if you can't do that, we're going to have to replace you. So then he became the guy that he was on his audition. Hmm. He also ad-libbed the line, come get Papa Bear. And that's why his character was named Babe. Nice. <laughs> well, this took 16 weeks to film. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And I have some reviews. Yeah. Yes. There's a negative review. I don't. Did you tell here. us how much it costs? No, I didn't. I'm just write that curious. Down. Sorry. It's okay. It seems like I know that. Hot. I know that there was a little bit of. It's well, probably less than you think. Was I'm going to say. Of, um, Ninety million dollars. Oh, I'm going to say more than that. It's definitely more than ninety million dollars. Say one fifty. Want to take a gander okay, at this? But what were you going to say, Tony? No. Well, I said there was a little bit of fuckery with this movie, because. Um, Willis and Moore were getting divorced at this time, so they were trying to kind of slander Willis to ruin the premiere of this movie. This little bit of stuff that was going on. Uh-huh. So they they say that there may have been some of the reasons it didn't make as much money as it should have. Well, it had that a budget. Hard to say. It had a budget of 140 million. Ah. It grossed um, domestic 201 million. Hmm. But worldwide, it made $553 million. Yeah, it, so it made it quite it a bit. all right. Yeah. That's what happens when you put different uh, cities and countries around the world in your movie. Mm-hmm. I want to see myself get blown up. <laughs> so, first one is from Samodo Christian. Comic yeah. Spelling. That that a little bit louder with your candy wrappers. I'm done now. You want to throw them in the trash? I do. 
person says, are you kidding me? This is my all-time favorite movie. So American, so stupid, so spectacular. <laughs> a fast-paced masterpiece by Michael Bay. The music is top-notch, and there are many great moments. I've seen it countless times, and I love it. Capital love. Mm-hmm. That was the bad review. Huh. No, I'm kidding. It was mine, too. I wrote that. The bad review is... Some of these people need to pick better names. Pin, Pintus Mukhl. He might, wow. be, he might be Klingon, so maybe white. Ten fifteen, got it. This movie ruined my life. What? I took my family to see this movie back when it came out. It was so tra- traumatizingly bad. I got divorced. That my daughter had to turn to heroin to cope. What? She what? would cook her breakfast in my sp- in a spoon every morning and try to kill the images in her head that were the movie Armageddon. This movie also turned my son. Well, that's not funny. Homosexual. Uh. Um, a week later, he contract. Well, okay, it, this guy's being a dick. <laughs> I thought it was going to be funnier, but did you really? He didn't read the I read, thing. No, I read the first part of it, but now he's just gay bashing and, and making fun of AIDS, and that's not funny. In the end, though, he's going to says he's going to eat his own feces, so I encourage that. <laughs> this guy, this movie ruined my life. My daughter became a heroin addict. Yeah, I bet your wife left you because you're a douchebag too. Uh, I, I don't uh, think this guy has a daughter or a son. He obviously is just one of those internet warriors that sits around in his underpants. So NASA... Roughing up the suspect. Yep. NASA shows this film during their management training program. New managers are tasked with spotting as many errors as possible. 168 so far. 168 is So you read some of the trivia, not all of it. I read read through the trivia. I read all the trivia, and there was a lot. Yeah, I didn't read all of it. It wasn't that much. I read all the quotes. It wasn't There was a lot. Of repetitiveness. <laughs> Same with the trivia. <laughs> now, because I didn't have to look for a, a favorite line. No, I knew what I... it was when we picked the movie. The movie starts with a narration by Charlton Heston mm-hmm. as we float through co- through the space. This is Earth at a time when the dinosaurs roamed a lush and fertile planet. A piece of rock, just six miles wide, changed all that. It hit with the force of ten thousand nuclear weapons. A trillion tons of dirt and rock hurled into the atmosphere, creating a suffocating blanket of dust. The sun was powerless to penetrate for a thousand years. It happened before, it will happen again. It's just a question of when. He's not wrong. And we're not here to debate that. Uh, it might not ever happen again, they don't it, know. It might, it might not. I mean, there's a good chance that it will or will not. Mm-hmm. And then the title, Armageddon appears and explodes. And then it goes 65 million years later, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we catch up with a NASA mission where astronaut is repairing a satellite in orbit around the Earth. He's understandably nervous, and Truman, which is Billy Bob Thornton, is trying to calm him down via comms. A meteor shower blasts in and like a shotgun, destroying the satellite, the shuttle, and all the crew. Obviously, Truman is shaken. He starts setting up teams to check and recheck everything until they can find out what happened. Yeah, because they don't see the meteors. They just—they're not sure what it was that hit them. So they don't have the same view we have as as, as as the movie. Yeah, he just knows that everything went fuzzy and blew up, and you're screaming. He tells one man, "I want you to get on a phone and wake up eleven thousand people." We cut to a seemingly private astronaut or astronomer. I mean, mm-hmm. looking through an impressive optic setup that he has. Dude, his wife enters and starts to complain that he Daddy. spends too much time up there. He says he's found something. He needs you to get his phone book with the guys from the NASA's names in it. 
And she gives him shit. He starts screaming. At and he starts yelling, Get the book! Get the book! Get the book! I wonder, how expensive would it be to have that kind of telescope set up? Well, they live in a trailer, so I think you blew it all in a telescope. Yeah, that's, that's Obviously. pretty crazy. So then uh, we see uh, General Kelmsey, who's played by the always awesome Dave, uh, Keith David. Mm-hmm. He's worried it may be an attack, but he's pre- and he's preparing for war. So it could just be... Uh, a problem with comms it might be Santa Claus that's what he says <laughs> so then we cut to Eddie Griffith or Eddie Griffin sorry he's riding <laughs> Andy no, Griffith not Andy Griffith <laughs> he's just walking down with Opie now he's riding uh, into the city of New York uh, they do a Godzilla joke I don't know if this is true that's what I heard but apparently there was a big thing the rivalry between Michael Bay making this movie and uh, I forget who making Godzilla Roland Emmerich <laughs> yeah Emmerich so there's the a Godzilla movie that we did? Yes, yeah. which I really enjoy. I know I'm the only one. It's fine. I do believe I may have made that. I don't mind. I don't hate it's it. It's good. <laughs> um, but they put a... Back when Godzilla was coming, they put up a bunch of posters that said size matters, size matters. And then uh, when uh, this was... Or uh, the guy that made it also made the X-Files, and they put up a bunch of posters that says plot matters, trying to fuck with them. <laughs> so they put a Godzilla joke in here. Either way, uh, meteors start raining down, destroying tons of city blocks, uh, while the Pentagon can only watch explosion after explosion. Kimsey calls Truman, and they talk. What is this? Is there going to be more to this? And You've been talking about the cab driver. Saddam Hussein is bombing us. There were some we places where I was like, Mr. Cooper. What was his first name? Hanging some, with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, no, his first name is not Hanging with. <laughs> it's 100% but his, his name. last name is Cooper. He was his a very... His first name's Hanging. His middle name's with. He was a... <laughs> Oh, oh my God! He was a comedian. His last name's Mr. Cooper. But then they show the Twin time. Towers at one point, and then they say Saddam Hussein is bombing uh, them. I was like, Ee. well, there was a report. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't. I remember if they actually had it, but in the movie when it came out, they had the World Trade Center on fire. No, they should. After nine eleven, they cut it out. Yeah, see, I saw it in the one we had, but mine's a very old, old copy. Because yeah. because we saw it, and we we're like, ooh, that's rough. See. We had a copy, and I don't know what happened, so we had to rent it. We had to rent it because we could not locate this movie. Which means we'll find it tomorrow. Yeah. And or I have it. We located it. <laughs> Do you have my copy? I don't think so, but... <laughs> but anywho. All right. I, I was... Mark. I was reading the trivia while this was going on. <laughs> Thank you, Mark Cooper. Also, this is where we get our first dead body. Because the... People are flying out of the sky. <laughs> well, so, no. But... Not flying, so we falling. got Andy... Eddie Griffin, right? So, and they give us this sh- scene just so you can be worried if this dog gets killed. And it's just well, to Richard. show the damage of the meteor shower. But <clears throat> his dog is in the crater made by the meteor and he is pulling the leash to save his dog. But when he goes to the edge of the hole, you see the Hawaiian gentleman that was selling the Godzillas. His lifeless corpse is yeah. like hanging. Yeah. In the hole, mm-hmm. and the it's meteor just like basically hit him on the head. Yeah, it like. and so it's like his headless corpse, and it's like wow, this is PG thirteen. That's a little little graphic for a because Eddie Griffin <laughs> dog lift, had so. to like climb over. Or it's like right next to his dead yeah. body, and they just don't even this mention. Really traumatized Elaine. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I noticed the amount of people that were falling from the sky out of the buildings yeah. that got hit. I was yeah. like, Jesus, this man likes to have a person fall. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Truman talks to the astronomer uh, that found this killer asteroid headed mm-hmm. towards Earth. 
Uh, that, I want to name her Dottie. Let's name it Dottie after his wife because she's also a vicious, life-sucking bitch of which there is no escape. And, and Dottie, like, flips them off. <laughs> yeah, understandably. You know, keeps up international relations. The bird. You see, uh, we see Michael Bay in a few of the NASA shots. He's the, the guy with the really long hair out of everybody. Uh, Truman briefs the president. Uh, president wants to know why didn't we see this? He's like, well, you... Could, our budget lets us... Track through yeah. some of the sky. I'm begging your pardon, sir. It's a big ass sky. Exactly. <laughs> he says, uh, "So the damage that happened today, what what was that?" And he says, "This nothing, little golf ball size, tennis Sounds ball size. Yeah, like nothing." That. He says, "What about this one that's coming? What, what kind of damage will that do?" He says, uh, "Total, total. It's what the we call size it. of Texas. Global killer. If it hits the Earth, it'll kill everything. Not even bacteria will survive. Nothing. It doesn't matter where it'll hit." He said, "What do we do?" A scientist runs in with a clipboard and says, yeah. we have 18 days before it hits. And we cut to Harry Stamper, Bruce Willis. He's an oil rig manager who runs uh, a whole team of oil drillers. He's out on an oil platform in the middle of uh, South China Sea, I think he's he said. playing golf. Hitting golf balls at Greenpeace ships. Awesome. And I love the fact that he's like, do you have any idea how much diesel that coin <laughs> pumps out an hour? And how much he donates every year. Which is a great point. Which is... It's like these activists, you know, they're, they're flying around the world so they can spread their, you know, their word. It's like, mm. I don't know. Here's the thing that really bothers me. Did you come here in a rowboat? <laughs> About that sort of thing is everybody's like the animal cruelty, like you're not, everything should be vegan. But, but cows um, are delicious. No. Yes, they are. But like when you buy vegan leather, you know what that is? Plastic. You know what's not biodegradable? You know what's ruining our planet and our Plastic. ecosystems and killing all these animals? Cows. Plastic. Oh. <laughs> what are you I doing got, to help the environment? Look, the cows. <laughs> I bought a belt right before Christmas. I'm wearing it right now. She's it's very upset about the belt. already starting to break. Mm. I haven't even had it a full month. If it was a real leather belt, I probably could wear it for the next 15 years. Mm -hmm. But instead, I'm going to have to throw my plastic belt in the trash. But no, Just don't everything should be vegan. <laughs> I think it should be leather. That way you can eat the really, It really bothers me. That <laughs> that's my, my thing is people who are against. Did you eat that leftover steak? Not yet. Okay. I will. <laughs> well, his number two guy, Chick, who's played by Patton. Mm -hmm. uh, explains that the uh, drill, somebody was messing with the drill last Number night. Two. And, uh, Number two. Number two uh, dug 50 feet last night. I'll like, give you three guesses, but you only need one. You only need one. He's, God damn it, AJ! Yeah, and he the, throws his club. golf court club off the rig. Well, I'm rich. getting the idea that um, <laughs> he's got quite a bit of money. Yeah. So Harry stalks the platform looking for AJ. And he gets a new club, though. Ben Affleck, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's banging on the door with a golf club. He's chewing to chew him out, but AJ's been uh, doing a different kind of drilling. <laughs> on Harry's daughter, Grace, Liv Tyler. No, th no, that's Stephen Tyler's daughter. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> as he tries to, uh, as AJ tries to talk his way out of it, saying he's sorry and he's a fool, Harry knows this is all bu bullshit. And I want to hear five words from you. <laughs> I'll never do that again. And he, and he does, and he's like, you've never you worked for me for five years, and you've never apologized that fast, so I know some bullshit's going on. He uses the golf club to look under the blankets, and bam. And I love he does the hand signal. He, like, he puts his hand up and like closes his fingers like, shit, shut up. And lo and behold, Grace is there. She says, hi, Harry. 
And he said, repeated, you, you told you to call <laughs> me have dad. I have asked you repeatedly to call me dad. Sorry, Harry. Sorry, Harry. <laughs> Harry nods and tells AJ, just wait right here. I'll be right back. <laughs> and he goes and gets a shotgun. AJ jumps out the fucking window and is climbing on pipes and stuff to try and get away. Back at NASA, Truman wants oh, to set up a meeting. Uh, you're not going to go the whole chase scene? I do. It, it, it cuts, cuts away cuts to NASA. Oh, sorry. Uh, Truman wants I to... I get excited about the chase scene. Because <laughs> we have to hear about all the different ideas that NASA has had Truman's and how ridiculous they are. Not many. Yep. <laughs> he wants to set up a meeting. He wants to hear every and any ideas NASA people have ever made. Something you wrote down on a napkin. Yep. They come up with... Uh, I, well, no, that's later. Harry loads his double barrel and rockhound Steve Buscemi. Uh, watches him uh, in shock. Is this, is this serious? Yeah, it's pretty serious. He says, do you, do you know about this? Nope. <laughs> Harry <laughs> uh, takes a shot at AJ. Chick comes over and tries to talk Harry down. <laughs> That's when he says, is this a serious thing? He's like, yeah, it's pretty yeah, serious. Pretty serious. He says, uh, Harry promised AJ's dad before he passed away that he'd take care of him. Uh, he said, I'm not going to kill him. I'm not going to kill him. I'm going to take a foot off. <laughs> Make work one foot. You remember old blah blah who worked on them using one foot? Yeah, he yeah. wasn't very good. <laughs> um, this is a great back and forth with a guy with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Should you really kill the guy, the best guy in your rig before you hit oil? Here's the question: If he kills AJ, is it a crime in the South China Sea? If they're out in international waters, <laughs> then they are governed by nothing. <laughs> I mean, it might depend on China, maybe. I don't know. But I think he's going to get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you kill AJ? Yeah, I killed AJ out in international waters. Yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> Just like if you shoot him in space. Yeah. Um, so Bear steps in front of him, and Harry has a and he has a gigantic <laughs> wrench, the biggest wrench ever. Because <laughs> well, AJ the, runs by and he goes, Harry's coming with a gun. When he comes, hit him with that hit wrench. Hit him with that wrench. <laughs> and, uh, he, and he tells Harry to put the gun down. Harry stares at him and says, you don't want none of this bear. Bear he's smiles, like, steps out of the way. He says, I was trying to get my man ahead of his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the whole cut is blowing his leg off. Um, <clears throat> Harry blasted AJ again. Rockhound says, hey, Harry, this is illegal. He goes, nah, man, I'm, I'm temporarily insane. It's all fine. <laughs> so we cut to NASA. They came up with an idea to drill a hole in this asteroid, drop a nuke in it, and then remote, remote detonate it inside of the rock, splitting it into smaller pieces that hopefully will pass the Earth or burn, burn up in orbit. They use the whole firecracker in your hand. You put a firecracker in your hand, you light it. I love the yeah, the general's like, um, <laughs> you know, the president's top advisors think that, you know, yeah. shooting 100 nukes is going to change the trajectory. And he's like, that's a terrible idea. And he's like, was I asking you? He's this, like, this, is, this uh, is so-and-so. Yeah. He's probably the smartest man on the planet. You should probably listen probably to him. To him. <laughs> he's like, all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Harry does end up hitting AJ with a ricochet, um, just as... He didn't hit him. A ricochet hit him. Right, that's what he said. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's all funny games when someone gets shot in the leg. Just as the Harry's Japanese investors arrive by helicopter. Hey, Harry! Grace speaks Japanese and uh, translates. Uh, she also explains that her and AJ have been together for about five months. Just then the rig, the whole rig hits oil, hits an oil pocket and blasts oil onto everyone. The team continues, uh, contains the emergency... And another helicopter lands. This time, it's the FBI. Although, I don't think it's, it's not the FBI. It's Mr. not oil, baby. It's the general of the South Pacific Fleet. Oh, is that who it is? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's military general. Which one of you is Harry Stamper? They hit oil, and it's a big deal because 
people almost die. Because yeah. the reason he shut down number two is because the emergency valve was rusted. Was it was, wasn't working. But AJ left it running. And AJ's like, well, we hit oil. See, I did it right. And Harry's like, people could have fucking died. Yeah. You're fired. Mm-hmm. And then the general comes and looking for Harry Stamper. And he goes, I'm Harry Stamper. And Steve Buscemi comes up and was like, Harry, uh, she never told me her age. <laughs> Which is funny because um, Steve Buscemi signed on to this role because they told him he was a heroic geologist that helped save the world. And he was like, awesome. I don't have to play a slimeball character like I always do. And then when he showed up to read the script, uh, the script was that he's basically a well, they molester. It. They made it, <laughs> they made they it more changed slimy it. with yeah. him. And I was like, oh, that's fucked up. But he said, "Fuck it, I bought a new house." <laughs> um, Harry, yeah, Harry believes this is a this is not real. That crazy Willie put him up. Free that I'm no crazy Willie. Finds out that it's very real, and that uh, he says he'll come if he can bring his daughter. They agree. He's he like, "Man, you come with me." She's like, "What did I do?" <laughs> tells Chick to pay everybody and get him off the rig. Fire AJ. Once at NASA, Harry meets Truman, and he brings them uh, up to speed on the global killer. Truman says they will have to keep it quiet for the next 10 days. Otherwise, everybody will go crazy and kill everybody. That's true. Mm-hmm. Remember the toilet paper problem? Imagine, <laughs> imagine the world's in Now, here's Tony's pet peeve. This is a new segment. Okay. Not at, not at all. But everywhere on the internet, every time I hear people complain about this movie, they say it's dumb that NASA makes this plan for Harry to grab his team and go drill a hole in this comet. But that's mm-hmm. not true. That's not what the plan was. The plan was... For Harry to supervise a team of astronauts that learned how to drill because they were going to Mars. And then Harry changes the plan. But it's not, you know, they always make it sound, oh, it's so stupid. Why would they do that? Well, they didn't do that. NASA didn't do that. Harry used his basically showed them or whatever. That Harry showed them that your plan is dumb yeah. because you want to save the universe, but these guys don't know anything about drilling. Actually, yeah. he says they don't know Jack about drilling. And Harry yeah. goes, look. And Harry says repeatedly, he's like, you're sure that all these people have to do is drill a hole on this on this fucking well, rock? And they're like, yeah. He goes, you're sure that's all they have to do? No crazy astronaut stuff? He goes, all they have to do is drill. He's like, okay, then I'm taking my feet. The well, other I thing... drillers. Yeah. The other thing that's true is these guys have been training 18 months on, 18 this, months. on this equipment. <laughs> but the equipment is not the equipment they're going to be using on the asteroid because they didn't put it together correctly. Right. So they have to modify this equipment. This poor job. So these people that did have training won't have any training on the new equipment. Right. So how is that... So the, And Harry doesn't trust them. The reason, people get, well, yeah, but, the reason people get upset is because the premise is that it's easier to teach somebody how to be an astronaut than it is to be a driller. Right. Because those are your options. You either teach these guys how to be astronauts or these guys how to be drillers. Right. And the premise is it's easier to become an astronaut in, in a day and a right. half. But that's what they These s- guys have been drilling for 18 months, but these guys learned how to be astronauts in about a week. But, but they didn't learn how to be astronauts. They All they had to do yeah. was sit in a chair and any schmuck is <laughs> off. Yeah, and but but the thing is, is a lot of being an astronaut is doing things in the suit and all that. It's harder than it looks. But, I'm sure. but that's what the thing. How Rollins told me. That's that's what uh, I say is my peeve about it. Is everyone says that, but the truth of the matter is, no. Harry said, "I'm only going to do this if I can use my people because I know my people and I know what they can do. I don't know these fucking yahoos." And that's why they do it. It's not, you know, it's not some. Well, kind you know of who else who said that was Ben Affleck. Ben and Affleck brought this up, and Michael Bay told yeah, him to yeah, shut up. Yeah, exactly. But they still bring astronauts to actually fly the shuttle. They weren't asked to fly the shuttle. They just have to know how the armadillo works and run the drill, which they already know because they worked with a bajillion drills. Well, there is 
something to their little theory there. And my um, grand scheme of things is it's a fun movie, so get the fuck over it. Yeah. The movie and wouldn't be as much fun to be like, oh, we sent astronauts and they did astronaut shit and everything's fine now. Yeah. No, no, we need to have these people to fish out of water. Well, the thing is, the characters of the drillers are more colorful and interesting than 10 astronauts that are just astronauts. Well, they could have had better people play astronauts. They could have had Owen Wilson play an astronaut. Yeah, but he still would have been an astronaut, like, so he's wow. adhering to a certain <laughs> been, wow. protocols, he and he can't... They, I mean, even if they have personality, they would approach a, a, a situation a certain way, and they would do things a certain way. <laughs> yeah. So either way, Harry makes that term, those terms to Truman... Truman doesn't really have any other way to go if he wants to use Harry, so he agrees to it. So Harry's like, okay, well, cool. Now go hunt down all my men. And they do. Because we got them off the rig, and they dispersed. <laughs> so they chase down Bear. He's hauling ass on a motorcycle in South Dakota. With the, we get the come get Papa Bear line. Max is at a tattoo parlor getting his um, <laughs> tattoo of his mother's name. And his mother comes up with some donuts, and she's like, look, I got the donuts. She's like, you trouble to log in? No, Mom, I promise. Well, who are these guys? Yeah. <laughs> And it's a bunch of feds just standing there. The rock, rock hounds in a bar in New Orleans telling a, apparently a newly engaged woman that her diamond That's is a not big, real. Shiny diamond. And then they, sh- they show up and they're like, well, we need you to come with us. And he's like, no. And he's like, it's a matter of national security. He's like, good for you. And then he turns back to her. Goes, now. now. How, How old are you? you? <laughs> um, Chick was at the Caesars Palace. Yeah. Playing craps. Oscar's riding horses at his ranch in El Paso. They Brilliant geologist. Spread out. That leaves just one uh, person left, and that's the one that has to run the other team. Here's my big pet peeve with this movie. So this all takes place over like three weeks. Mm-hmm. 18 days. So he just fired AJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. AJ, presumably this is like four days later we'll give him. AJ has his own company and yeah. all this equipment. We'll see... Ben, I'm sure he ben, bought it. Ben shot that at me, too. He said, address that. And I said, I have a headcanon for this. Okay. Here's my headcanon. You're banging Bruce Willis's daughter. You prepare. So, <laughs> and he said, five months ago, he, he bought this company. He's like, when he catches me, if I survive, so and he fires he me. So we had all this stuff just waiting for him to be fired. Well, yeah, other people running it. Get out of here. Maybe. You don't think Harry would have found out there's an A.J. Frost Oil. I mean, maybe. Well, he's got a direct competitor, and he wouldn't know that it was Wait, the guy working for him. Why? Maybe. They're not in the same area. It's not like AJ bought an oil rig in the South China Sea right next to Harry's. And Harry has worked with different companies all over the world drilling. He's the be- He's the world's best deep core driller. So why isn't it up. that AJ... <laughs> My, I love how they're trying to shoehorn in this company. That's what I Like, no, it's fine. He no, don't get look, the whole company done. Maybe what AJ does is he invests all his money that he's been earning over the last five years in this smaller oil company. And because he doesn't want to work for Harry his whole life. He wants his own company. The premise no. isn't not that he could do it. The premise problem that I have is that he did it in three days. He has all this big no, stuff and everything's going on. Maybe he's had it the whole and time. And he's got clients already, too, because he's drilling. He's had it the whole time. He's just got this yes, little rig bucked in Texas. Why would he have given a shit? Because, you know what? If what? you have a company, you need to go run that company, not go hang out in South China Sea drilling oil at 3 o'clock in the morning banging to Harry's Star. Maybe he bought it because it was in bankruptcy oh, from no. another oil company. Oh, you're, he just no, took his $6 no. million dollars it, or whatever. It, giant plot hole and they fucked up just go with that you love this movie why are you doing that because you're because it's the dumbest thing in the whole you're, movie you love this, this movie grass. why are you doing it the grass the grass i'll tell you later okay 
So either way, the grass. AJ says, so you need my help? There's a job that Mr. All Go, All Go, No Quit, Big Nuts, Harry Stamper can't handle by himself <laughs> which, and needs my expert opinion? Which I want it to be my favorite line, so but good. it can't be. I just want five words from you, Harry. <laughs> but uh, Harry tells him, look, um, there's not a job on this planet I want you to work with me on. And I mean that. He's like, well, what's the job? <laughs> it's confusing because he says he needs you, but there's not a, a job on this planet that I want you to help me with. So they all collect all these guys and head to NASA, and they all pour out of the cars. And uh, Bear says, "What's up, Harry? NASA find oil on Uranus." <laughs> the team gets there and uh, they learn the news. They act as expected, um, breaking down or just staring at the wall. I think I would be like, "Oh boy, yeah, this yeah you don't pretty know. bad." There's nothing you could do. Yeah. There's no way out of this. There's a giant rock heading towards Earth. What do you do? Harry asks them all one by one. They all agree to go. Oscar has the best answer. <clears throat> this is real, like, space stuff. Yeah. Of course I'm in. Uh, General Kinsey is very enthusiastic about the plan and the team Truman has set up. Well, he would be. Some of these guys have done time. There's a collector for the mob. Um, Harry comes up. He says uh, that, look, they're all good to go, um, but they had a couple things they wanted in return. Oscar has outstanding parking tickets he'd like wiped off his 56 record. 56 tickets in seven states. Noonan has two women friends he wants to be made citizens. No questions <laughs> asked. Max, <laughs> wants like to, Max wants them to bring back eight-track tapes. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. Chick wants a full week's Emperor's package to Caesar's Palace and to know who killed JFK. Couldn't tell us that. Bear couldn't. wants to stay at the White Horse. The White See, Horse. See, what's funny is he's like, the White okay. Horse. And he's like, the White House. And he goes, oh, yeah, he wants to stay in the Lincoln bedroom. Yeah. Like if you, All summer. <laughs> for a summer. You know what? I mean, you could get that. And in, <laughs> and in the trivia, they said this was what the actors all wrote down. They asked the actors what they want, and this is what they wrote down. Truman says, uh... My oh. favorite is the 8-track tapes. Like, yeah. all right, what would you ask the government for? Bring back 8-track tapes. Yeah. Because you know it was probably just something ridiculous and... Yeah. Truman says, uh, okay, we can probably do some of this. And then Harry hits him with the last one. And they all, none want to pay taxes again. Which I think they would definitely Ever. do. <laughs> you know what? That would be on my list. Yeah. Shit. Isn't like um, National Medal of Honor winners don't have to pay taxes or they get something for like their whole life? I think so. So get the, there's precedence for that sort of thing. Yeah. But usually when you get the Medal of Honor, you're dead. So. Yeah, but. So after this, we get a montage of physical exams, huge needles, EKGs, prostates exams, etc. Um, and mental and here's, exams. And here's a, here's a, I don't know if anybody else caught this because it's also in the trivia, so you should have. Um, when Max is taking uh, his thing, there's a big giant needle. Uh-huh. And he goes, if you put that in me, I'm going to stab you in the heart. You ever mm-hmm. see Pulp Fiction? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two actors from Pulp Fiction are in this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So he saw a movie with Bruce Willis in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, that movie with Bruce Willis in it. It I didn't star it Harry. Didn't star Harry Stamper. <laughs> yeah, you guys ever noticed like that Harry looks just <laughs> like Bruce Willis? <laughs> looks like that guy from Ocean's uh, Twelve. And and Rockham looks like the waiter from. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so Doc has <laughs> the, the uh, Doc. Rockham, Mr. Pink. The doctor's there. Yeah, and she says, uh, "Well, fiction exists. So does Reservoir Dogs." Mr. Mm-hmm. Chick, you're next. And Chick says, oh, geez, lady, I'm just here to drill. She says, funny, so am I. And she holds up RoboCop's dick. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is 
I want to know. And why did it fold? I don't want like, to know. Like, it popped up. <laughs> like, what is this device, and why Why is it, like, why does it I'm fold over? It's a movie prop they have just for this scene, because mm-hmm. it makes you look uncomfortable, because that probably goes in a place that you don't want things to go. Like the back mm-hmm. of Volkswagen. That's right. <laughs> so uh, now in we, the outdoor, if you will. Now mm-hmm. we do psychological exams. Rock Count explains he has multiple PhDs and how he's a genius. He only does this because the pay is great, the scenery changes, and he gets to use explosives. Which is a great reason. AJ thinks that all the Rorschach chests are Harry giving him shit. <laughs> Bear breaks down crying and it's wants like, a hug. This is over, guys. Get a hug from me. And he's wearing like a spaghetti strap <laughs> muscle shirt. <laughs> Chick uh, snaps and throws the doc's stuff all across she the says, room. I can handle what I'm going to do, but I can't handle this room. <laughs> so NASA fails them all, although it's Rock Hounds is the one we see. There's a lot of spikes in that room, too. What is with all the spikes? It's They're all foam. sound. It's I sound know, perfect. but it's insane. <laughs> well, Chick said Rock, it was Rock the most uncomfortable room he's ever been in. And later, they're rests. like walking <laughs> through a hangar, and there's spikes all over the floor. <laughs> it's almost like it's you. Foam. With breasts. So the team meets with uh, meets uh, Colonel Willie Sharp. He's the overall team leader and in charge of getting everybody ready for the, the mission. NASA approved. They see the X seventy ones. Talk about the wrong stuff. <laughs> they see the X seventy ones. There's top secret special prototype shuttles, freedom and independence. They're the ones that'll take them there. It's a joint venture with the Air Force and NASA. They now meet the actual shuttle pilots and and uh, specialists. It isn't a warm welcome. So just be his watch really hot. <laughs> So we see a montage now of training. We see them training underwater. We see them driving the armadillos around, which are the giant Batmobile-looking six-wheel things. We see them things. taking things apart and putting them back together in order to accommodate the drill. I like when uh, they get to the armadillo, and they're like, can we have a look at it now? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. And they start ripping. What is this? A plastic ice cream, cream scoop? What does that cost? $400? And they're just throwing <laughs> shit out. Then uh, uh, pilots take them up into the air and... and uh, jet fighters and test their resistance to g-forces max throws up oscar and aj debate on which star wars characters they are and they learn says have you even seen star wars to use their special spacesuits, which is your bear getting kicked in the balls is it just because <clears throat> boss really hot he's like yeah like, bear hmm? trying to explain to you how these things work so if i kick you in the balls <laughs> what happens wait wait uh yeah when did we start training for that <laughs> thank you rock out so the asteroid checks in with us every 20 minutes or so in the movie to let us know it's still mm-hmm. coming. <laughs> Ominous uh, music. It made a left. Yeah. Oh, movie's over. Later, Truman uh, runs through their Roadrunner flight plan. Um, I've seen this one. Yeah. They're basically going to leave the leave Earth, hook up with the Russian space station, get the some Mir- fuel. The Mir space station. Mir- came Mir- down in 2001. Then... Uh, slingshot around the moon to pick up speed and then go around the comet and come from the behind. It's called the road rudder thrust move. Yeah. Um, so then they... Okay, do-do-do-do-do. Alright, so... He drill. lost his place in his novella. Then they drill. <laughs> so They uh, land on the moon. Drop some nukes. And come home. It's so, a race to 800 feet. Whoever gets there first wins. Rockhead, Rockhound says, yeah, I've seen this one. This is where the coyote straps his ass to a rocket. And Truman says, well, we have a lot better rockets than the coyote. Um, and Harry's like, rock, rock. And he's like, no, they work out great for the coyote, Harry. Which is scary <laughs> when the smartest one is, is like, we're all going to die the whole time. He does think that I want to put him in the, the room time. with the other smart guy and see, let those yeah. two go at it. He, he's but the smartest guy in the world. We find out that they have to do this within a certain time period because if 
the zero barrier. Because even if they succeed after it gets to the zero barrier, it'll still hurt. It's just two comets, it, half the size of Texas. Yeah, that, <laughs> gonna that, that won't be as much impact, but there'll be two of them. Yeah. <laughs> you think, like, if one six miles wide wiped out the dinosaurs, although it was way bigger than six miles wide, because yeah, they've right. done research and it's... Yeah, I don't think they did the math for this movie. But. Yeah, they were just, it's fun. The dinosaurs were dying before that anyway, and they didn't die because they became birds. They, uh, they did a thing about how they were like, oh, the asteroid's the size of Texas, and there was evidently an asteroid that hit Earth that was the size of, te- size of Texas. Yeah, where they think. Yeah. It was like, wow, that must have sucked. Yeah. But it probably it not a good day. started life. Yeah. <laughs> or something. So AJ and Grace spend some quality time together. Harry watches for a couple minutes and leaves in time to uh, miss AJ propose. And then all the other roughnecks are trying to tell Harry that, you know, Grace is a grown-up and she gets to make grown-up decisions. And Exactly. And Owen Wilson is like, I know what it's like. He's like. Oscar, you're like five minutes older than Grace. Why should I listen to anything you say? But the older ones are like, dude, we raised her too. Yeah, so we're all like, they're her daddy. We're all, we're all a bunch of daddies here. Mm-hmm. Michael Clark Duncan steals every scene he's in. Mm-hmm. So they uh, start doing... Underwater drill simulations. Um, Sweet. AJ's leading the team. And the song playing Sweet Emotions by Aerosmith. Sure. They, they have Lots a of Aerosmith in this movie. And it's Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. You think Liv Tyler was like, hey, I'm going to be in this movie and I need a bunch of your songs, Dad. I don't know. She turned down. They, she turned it down twice. I know. Well, her character is almost nothing. But the, one of the last yeah, things but... they get is music. So, um, I mean, if you're... Making a big blockbuster. Or maybe he was like, already signed on, and he was like, he was trying to get her to do the movie. He was like, I'll, I'll, I'll do a song maybe, if you do this movie. I don't see. No, it. maybe mm-hmm. he was doing the songs, and he says, I think you should. And he was trying to get her a part, but she kept turning it down because she just didn't want a part that her dad had gotten her. Could be true. Could be. I don't think so. Anything's possible. But didn't you say, Tony, that pretty much all the stuff with her and Ben Affleck was added? Yeah, they added a yeah. lot of it because of Titanic. It wasn't. It was supposed to be more about Truman. But they added that. Poor Billy Bob Thornton got all the stuff cut mm-hmm. for He's, Ben Affleck. We don't know if his stuff is right. cut or not. <laughs> it, it worked out for him. Yeah. Shortly after this, he married Angelina Jolie, and well, they had a creepy relationship. I guess, <laughs> that, I guess it's a long game. <laughs> um, so Harry's watching from uh, inside the command while they're doing AJ's doing the underwater stuff. Um, he tells AJ to slow down because he, if he doesn't, he's either going to break the drill or ruin the transmission. AJ refuses because he's got a hunch. He says he's got it. You gotta let him run his own team. He's with like, a younger I know team, these with a drills and they can do it. But the we, computer says that it blows a tranny. This leads to a big fight, and NASA tells Harry that if he wants to replace AJ, he needs to do it now. He says, "No, I can handle this." And he yanks a, a, uh, AJ out of the tank and yells, yells and screams at him until AJ relents. He's like, "Look, I know your drill, and your drill could have handled that." And he's like, "Well, this isn't." Exactly my drill. <laughs> he says they have no tolerance for hot dog and then going with your gut. You do playing it by the book. And this is when you get a big shot of uh, Affleck's twenty thousand dollar smile. Michael Bay bought him twenty thousand dollars worth of teeth for this movie. Really? Because he thought he had little teeth. That's why if you watch like uh, Mallrats or any of the movies before, he has kind of small teeth with little spaces between them. But in this, they're like big, perfect, like white shit. White you got caps. Teeth. Yep. Pretty crazy. So Michael Bay paid for his teeth. Twenty k. Wow. That's expensive caps. Wow. Yeah. Well, he's gonna be in a big movie blockbuster. 
Yeah, no, but just the you price have of... Page number? I want to get my <laughs> No, no, that just seems expensive to pay for for caps. Probably Hollywood. It, it's probably one of those things where, like, yeah, it actually costs five grand, but we'll say it's 20 in your yeah. pocket, 10. That kind of deal. Yeah. Because, or, you know, that's... I need the best dentist It's not the government. This. Because if you fuck up Affleck's teeth... How do you know? It's fucking... It's Hollywood. Well, there's no reason movies should cost Hollywood. $250 million That's all like to make. about every time you say it. Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know. Building all those sets, it costs two hundred and fifty thousand to build a shitty ass house, and they got to build the fucking moon. Yeah, the moon. Well, you have moon, a budget of one hundred and forty million. There was the twenty thousand to fix somebody's teeth. Probably doesn't seem like yeah. too much. They spent all this money on a trailer with a workout equipment for Bruce Willis that he never used. I know, but I'm just saying. I think twenty thousand is a little expensive for caps. I disagree. Moving on. It's not a breast enhancement. I certainly wouldn't pay for it. They enhanced his breast too. Well, breast implants I didn't want to bring it up. This one looks like you with breasts. So Harry settles that fight, but uh, tells Truman that look, you know, they need the day off. Tomorrow they get off for I think twelve hours or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, no, uh, we can't do that. It's a huge security risk. And he goes, well, they're all cracking apart and snapping, and if they get up into space, it's going to be worse. And you know, you might let them have a, di- a day off so that. They can realize what they're fighting for. He even asks Colonel Sharp, he says, you got any kids? He goes, I have two little girls. He says, you got any family? I have two little girls. So he says, I have two girls. Is one of those girls your wife? Or you just have kids? You don't want to see your wife? It doesn't matter. He says, would you like to spend the last night with your family? And he says, yes. Done. It matters to me if you wouldn't count me and your family when the fate of the universe is on the line. Maybe he has two daughters and he's divorced, okay? Way to bring up that, that wound. Maybe she was. Maybe she was in New York. Maybe she was in New York. So now it's that vengeance. Would be a wound. It's it personal. hit up and down the eastern seaboard. Maybe not she just New left York. him for uh, yeah, uh, the guy that makes boats. The guy. <laughs> she left Cusack. him for Hassan, the new <laughs> chef. Oh, he's in Paris. In Paris. But we'll get to that. Oh, we already did get to that. <laughs> the Rockhound, on, on their night off, Rockhound takes out a, thou, a hundred grand loan at 60% interest. He says, so he can go to a strip Go to a strip club because he ah. figures they're all going to die minute. anyway. He says, this is a lot of money at 60%. You're not going to die, are you? And he goes, let's just say no more than you are. Ha ha! Thanks, Vic. <laughs> he goes, well, he goes, you better pay it back or I'm going to break your ass open with a sledgehammer. <laughs> So AJ, and so you get the impression that Steve Buscemi is like, all right, I'm just gonna die. Yeah, we're gonna die, so he fuck thinks it. he's gonna die. And he's like, the world's it's over. This isn't gonna work. The Acme Rocket's gonna kill us. Yeah, but he'll get that money back easily from going on Sally, Jeffrey, Jesse, Raphael. If yeah. he makes it, writing a book or the government just giving them all money for mm-hmm. saving the universe. I don't think the government would give money like that. They might. Think so. No. I think they would. No. I think that if they didn't, they could go on national television and be like, I saved the entire world, and the government gave me $3. How is that fair? Because um, you didn't negotiate that in the contract. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The government Papa would pay them off. would appreciate this. Papa <laughs> said, well, who negotiated that deal? <laughs> do not do that. You're ruining the, whole, ruining the whole thing. I always do voices. So AJ and Grace spend it together with the cracker scene. Mm-hmm. Is this where you want to talk about the grass? Nope. Oh. Okay. Chick goes to see his son. Apparently, he isn't allowed to see him or his ex-wife. Interesting. 
Yeah, why does Honey's she like, look- what do you have to do to no. make it so you can't even see your well, kid? He, he can't said, even know you exist. No, no. She said, you're not allowed to just show up like this. That doesn't mean I can't see my son. She doesn't have but maybe I need to make appointments. Your son doesn't know who he is. It right. confuses you. Him. The court said, you're not allowed to come here. Yeah. And She's- the boy doesn't even know who he is. And Tony's like, what did he do? Yeah, I was like, what did he do? Did he beat him? Was well, a degenerate gambler? Well, you don't Is that know, enough to. How do you know that he wasn't a degenerate gambler because she left him? She took his kid and left him. You're right. And then lied but, to the judge. But it doesn't matter. Just as possible. It, you say he worked for Harry for 20 years, and before that he was an Air Force commando for five. <laughs> I don't know. He's got. He's, there's some dark stuff going on Chick that I <laughs> want to know about. That kid isn't very old either. No. No, I want to see like the four. Chick story because yeah. there's there's a big, yeah. like, well, what happened here? I need the, I need the novelization. <laughs> so uh, then we get we get the, a good line from Chick though. What's the line, Tony? He's, he uh, hands her a mini space shuttle and he says, "Look, uh, I want you to give this to him. He, I got something coming up, something kind of big. You don't have to tell him who it's from, but you might just be proud of me." Kind of big. Um, I think this is the <laughs> biggest thing anybody's ever done. It's that's at what, least the size of Texas. That's my notice. Any chance he doesn't tell her? No. no matter how much you hate this woman or whatever bullshit happened. I don't think he hates her at all. I think son. he loves her. It's your son. You tell her. Look, the world's going to end in 18 um, days. I would do something her. for the son. I wouldn't have told her. The reason I, I wouldn't, wouldn't tell her is because... She'd tell everybody. Not that she would tell everybody is why. Because you're, you're sensing her to torture for the rest of her life. Yeah. I mean, I would rather not know it You're basically forcing ends. her to be incredibly worried and anxious for the rest of her life. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, it's more humane to not say anything. Yeah. And if the world ends, hey, the world's going to end tomorrow. You only worry about it for the she day. She right? wasn't freaked out about You give her those days instead of taking Yeah, because they her. find out anyway. Yeah. Once, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm the, with you, John. He gave her a gift. Yeah, see? So at the club, um, Rockhound, Max, and Noonan are all uh, making it rain until they get in a fight with uh, some other patrons that say they're hogging all the action. And then they get arrested, and nothing ever comes of this. So what is the point? He says, mm-hmm. we're astronauts. We're all, yeah, we're all astronauts. <laughs> they're so fired tomorrow. They probably called NASA and said, hey, we got arrested. They went, um, they're not arrested anymore. Yeah. Surprised the FBI or SCS. Yeah. Someone high National up security. came and said, yeah, we're taking them out. But they get arrested, but it comes to nothing. So, like, why even have this fight? Why? Well, I'm sure they had why a court just... date when they got back from space. <laughs> this movie's super fucking long. Why not just show them having a good time at a strip club? Because that's all we need to know is that they decided to go have fun at a strip club. And then they just and leave. Molly Mounds. Yeah. It's a great stripper name. They don't need to be arrested. They don't need to have this fight. It doesn't need, it doesn't add anything. Yeah, they don't get in the fight we don't see that they don't win this fight like beat anyone's ass it isn't any cool thing it's just they, they just, just get, get arrested. arrested and as soon as and it would have been cool if they showed them get arrested and then steve buscemi's like you can say whatever you want dude i'm out of here in 10 minutes and they're like the fuck you are and then the bunch of bunch of yeah, feds show up because that would have been cool i'm sure we don't got time for <laughs> i'm sure their social security numbers have been flagged so as yeah. soon as they got booked fucking their shit it automatically calls the the fbi well, who knew? We, we've you're seen FBI, but I don't know if they would know. Well, we've <laughs> seen a lot of FBI involved in, in picking up all the dudes, and they might have just went and picked people up. I don't know if we go by my blue you heaven would, math. Is, well, <laughs> when well, you get picked up, the, the and they ching itself. <laughs> <laughs> when you get picked up and they run your shit, they get notified. So all they would need to do is flag them in the system. And, and they would be notified, and they would send someone immediately, not like Barney Cooper Smith going down the next day, 
But they would Wouldn't send someone fucking immediately to get the guys that we need to leave on a fucking jet plane. And they arrest them like in my blue home. And I'm like, what's your social security number? Six, two. Four. Four. Six. six two. Nine. Five. That's one too many numbers. Take off the five. Friends, go back and listen to our My Blue Heaven episode. Or just go watch My Blue Heaven because it's great. No, listen to our episode. So NASA's, It's a good one. NASA's a buzz because another large asteroid chunk crashed into China, killing 50,000 people. It's probably like two city blocks. So now they, the world well, knows. They said, shouldn't we warn someone? And they said, who? The whole the South Pacific? What are you going to do? So it was way more than just China. That well, got they didn't know where it was going to land, I'm guessing. Because... The trajectory of asteroids is, and I there's guess, a lot of precise. islands and stuff, and if it caused tsunamis and... Um, Truman's talking to Harry and explains to him that he wishes he could go with him, but he has, you know, nerve damage on his leg. And There's uh, supposed to be more of a story about yeah. that, but that got cut. Yeah. He says, you don't want to be up there any more than I do. He says, I wish I could have got a mission patch, you know, because he was supposed to... I think they would have gave him a mission patch. He's on the mission. He just doesn't go. All so, those people are involved in the mission. They would all get mission patches. They'd so, probably get challenge coins or something. My question is, who took the time to make a fucking patch? I know. 18 days. <laughs> they all have little patches with their names on them. Rock and Hound. Like, and all right. Max. And so here, Carl, you get started on the plan to save the Earth. Lane, I'm going to need you to get all of the supplies to send them to Earth. Tony, go make patches. I got it. You know that there's somebody in uniforms that just does that, and it probably took, what, to make one patch with the giant well, machine they, they used to make for patches? Like 10 days, I guess. But still. You got somebody doing but it. They're I, making... I guess they're not saving money. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't go it well. It doesn't work. It's just not going to matter. They probably have standard uniforms that they wear under the mission suits. So, and they put patches on them. So, they made a mat. Like, and also, I... also, if it does work. This is going to be the most significant thing that's ever happened in human history. And we want to sell so those. We want, we want patches. We want for all mugs. <laughs> merchandise. They definitely would have mission patches. Spaceballs the re- flamethrower. <laughs> Where the real money from the Armageddon comes from. Exactly. So Harry goes to... Uh, well, um, the whole world finds out now. They can't hide it anymore. And Everybody knows about Dottie now. People start going crazy, as you expect. Worst parts of the Bible. Harry goes to see Grace... She walks. She wants to talk to him. They both apologize for how they're all the bad things that they've done to each other. And then she hugs him and makes him promise that he's coming back. Um, also, if you don't mind, could you bring back my fiance? Shit. And he's like, oh. Then we get the president's speech, which I think is amazingly badass. And, and uh, this president was also the president in The Rock. Very good. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, also cool. directed by Michael Bay. Yeah. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, ooh, I want to do The Rock. Damn it, I can't do The Rock. It's got like a 92% of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, your birthday's awesome. coming. My birthday's coming, but I had a birthday pick already picked. What are you picking? I'm not going to tell you. Aw. It rhymes with Boshin's 15. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do that for the next birthdays. I can do 12 whenever I want. Yeah. So the teams all suit up, head to their shuttles. AJ slows down to sing to Grace, leaving on a jet plane. Bear Max and Rockhound all join in. When Liam and I were in, in the Navy, we went to on Christmas break, and we were all singing this song because of this movie. No. Because it was not far away from this when This came out in... 98. Yeah, 98. And I was reminded again that Steve Buscemi has a great singing voice. He kind of does, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's pretty fantastic in The Wedding Singer. Yeah. Oh, AJ oh, needed yeah. to not sing. 
Uh, so yes, they leave, and we get shots of people all over the world listening to the news to hear about the trip. April O'Neil tells Chick's son <laughs> that it wasn't a salesman, it's his daddy. That is April O'Neil from the original Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she did not make the sequel. And she's like, look, that salesman is on TV. And she's like, that's not a salesman, that's your daddy. So we got two. Which now he's going to save the universe, so we have the film. So we not got the universe, just the planet. Sorry, I know, he's not Flash Gordon. Oh. He saved everyone. <laughs> he's, he's America. So we got two teams. This should have had the flash recording in. Freedom and the Independence. Freedom is uh, sharp. Um, God damn it, what's the girl's name? Watts. Watts. Watts is really hot. Harry, Rockhound, Chick, and Max. The Independence is the... I used to fuck guys like you in prison guy from Roadhouse. (laughs) AJ, Bear, Oscar, and Noonan. Didn't work out good for him, though. No. Uh, Harry gives AJ one last pep talk. AJ says, I'll try not to disappoint you, Harry. Both teams get strapped in, and it's time to take off. Uh, Steve Buscemi's got a good line here. He goes, well, if this whole NASA thing doesn't work out, it's good to know you can get a job at Helga's House of Pain. Strapping them in very tight. Wow. You want to use the trailer with us to class? I was just looking up if I could do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, the first shit. one? Mm-hmm. Or any of them? The first one. You could probably do all of them. Yeah. Not Turtles in Time. Or what, what? Not Turtles in Time. What was the third, the third one? one? Yeah, Turtles, Turtles in Time. In time yeah. Was it? Oh. I like Second that one. one Secret of the you like that one? No. No, I was going to say <laughs> or is it the remake you want to do? No, the original, the 1990, the good one. T-U-R-T-L-E power. No. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja. Go Ninja, go Ninja. No, no, that was the sequel. I know, Secret of the Ooze. So the shuttles take yeah. off. It's the green machine, gonna rock the town without beans. Never, Stop. I don't know the words. Armageddon. They make it to space, <laughs> link up with Lev, played by Stormare, mm-hmm. at the space station. The greatest this, devil. They spin the station... Uh, that's nothing to give Did it up. Did you say he was in Constantine? Yeah. And Batman vs. Dracula. I know. Dr. Acula. Yeah. They spin the space station to give it artificial gravity. Okay, uh, we are getting gravity. <laughs> Liv, uh, as they're all setting everything up. My uncle, genius of <laughs> Liv <Sorry>. grabs AJ. <laughs> he was also in John Wick, too. And, yeah, he was. And has him uh, watch the With field a pressure. With pencil. Who does that? 150 is okay. 160 okay. okay. <laughs> 200 disaster for a space station. <laughs> <laughs> you push this button, you ask for Lev. <laughs> Who's Lev? That is me. So as soon as he leaves, it immediately jumps, because it's a Michael Bay movie, it immediately jumps to, to 250. Like he's not even out of the hatch yet. Yeah. <laughs> AJ hits the button to try and talk to him, but it doesn't work. He's screaming he's at him. You pull the lever. Uh, leaks in the fuel pipes start to spring, um, and that's when Lev talks and tells uh, uh, <laughs> so Rockhound and, and uh, Willis about the uh, his grant was a grandfather or father? my uncle, uncle, genius of my family. He made the thing that find New York <laughs> or San Francisco. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> um, he made the thing that could have murdered all your people. That's right. Um, so Lev finally sees him and starts to rush. Oh over. no! <laughs> The, uh, AJ pulls on the lever, but it snaps. Says, Pull the lever! Up. This is the lever! They're all foobar. Everyone uh, runs to unhook all the fuel lines and haul ass. AJ and Le- Lev are left behind. Harry fights, basically almost gets in fist fights with all of them to try to save AJ, but he can't get past so We're not leaving without AJ! Both sides lock down and uh, are disengaging, but Lev and AJ take this back way through... Uh, Hold, hold breath. Very cold. Long, 
lungs will freeze. And they get in at the last possible second before uh, taking off. And like, it's literally exploding explodes. as they're leaving. Yeah. Which, this is brought up, there's no such thing as fires in space. Right. Because but Michael Bay n- said, it looks cool and people are and people don't know that. Yeah. Because if, if it just kind of blew up a little bit and then just started breaking up into pieces, you'd be like, well, that's anticlimactic. You also don't hear it. There's a, there's it's a cooler lot of if it's like a movie. That, yeah. In space, no one can hear you scream. That's true. Because Unless you turned up real loud. The only time that you need air. Yeah. And there's no air, so... So now comes the slingshot. They all lock in. Nine and a half Gs for 11 minutes. That would suck. They all panic and scream. I'd imagine an elephant sitting on your chest. Now, like, quadruple it. <laughs> but they all make it safely. They're all screaming and crying, except Lev, he starts to laugh. Because he's the only real Russian cosmonaut. They swoop in behind the asteroid. Uh, tons and tons of minor rock debris starts to pop off towards the shuttles. Uh, the Independence gets hit real bad and begins to crash. AJ, Bear, and Lev make it to the cargo bay in their suits, the pressurized suits. Everyone is basically upset, wrecked, watching the ruined shuttle spin and go down. Don't Freedom. they get hit by one? The don't they get hit by one of the bodies too? Yeah, yeah. somebody uh, hits the windshield. Yeah, one yeah. of the astronauts. The roadhouse and the other yeah. guy fly out the front. Roadhouse. That's <laughs> the only thing he's. Fuck guys in prison. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but because of this, uh, the Freedom uh, overshoots their landing area and makes a rough landing, but actually survives. And all of the gauges are, are peaked. They can't quite figure it out. Rockhound asks, asks what happened to the independence. Um, Gruber says he's... says it's, it's off the grid. Off the grid? What are you, a cyborg? Meanwhile, NASA can't get comms with either. Uh, Grace is holding back tears. Truman says, uh, maybe you shouldn't be here. She says, I've got nowhere else to go. Rockhound gets a location for Sharp and explains that they're on iron. blah, blah, blah. Sector you landed six, us blah, blah. on a goddamn iron plate. Says, Captain America here overshot his landing. Shark says, how do you know this? By 26 miles. Rockhound explains that they landed on an iron plate, so comms are all screwy, uh, so they roll out a portable satellite. We cut back to the Independence. AJ is actually alive. He finds Oscar, but he's dead. Uh, Lev is also alive. Oscar is poor Owen Wilson. So is Bear. Mm-hmm. Got he's one like, last. Oh man, I never thought I'd be so happy to see your ugly mug. Yep. I've seen this a couple times. Mm-hmm. Harry and the team uh, get samples of the uh, around uh, the area of Iron, Iron Ferrite. Ferrite. I hate it was being right. <laughs> Harry says he can guarantee that this plate is not going to be any deeper than fifty feet. How do you guarantee that? Because if it is, we're screwed. The armadillo locks in and begins to drill through, but the bit breaks. Now, wouldn't at it have been feet. easier to grab the armadillo and go twenty six miles the other way? Well, I guess it's craters and shit. Yeah. Well, there's they only have a limited amount of time too. Yeah, but if you're having to dig through iron, it might be easier just to save the time and move. Yes, I'm but just... they have a limited amount of time, so they have to drive twenty six miles, and then they would have to drive twenty six miles back to the shuttle, and maybe that would take too much time because the armadillos only go ten miles an hour. My, my question is, say my phone's the size of Texas, mm-hmm. and you drill 800 feet into it mm-hmm. and blow it up, mm-hmm. why does it crack in half? Fault lines. They explain that. Oh, is there a fault line? Yeah, they oh, okay. Because yeah, I was like, fault line 800 feet is not very deep. So you got to find the fault line. So they're assuming that there's a fault line on this asteroid. Yeah. Not all asteroids have fault lines. But luckily. But luckily this one that's... Right through the well, center of it. I do have to say that in my non-scientific 
idiot audience brain, drilling down even somewhat makes more sense than just shooting a thousand nukes at it. Yeah. Well, that's well, always the answer to everything in movies. They're like, well, we're just going to shoot nukes at, nukes at it until it blows up. Like, well, it doesn't but actually shooting like nukes at it might work because if you an, a big enough force at an object coming at you will push it. You'd uh-huh. have to push it left or right, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I saw the core. I know how shockwaves <laughs> work. Basic fluid dynamics. They would probably more likely have land something and but push there's, it. Yeah, because the problem is just shooting it at it. There's so much it mass would and so come much and land and then just yeah. slightly push it. Yeah, which is very, probably what they would do if they're an asteroid comes. If they have enough time. Yeah, but they already put all. It, the, but <laughs> begging your pardon, sir, it's a big ass guy. That's true. And I really wonder how much they monitor. They monitor a lot. I mean, they find shit. They have a whole list of things that they are mo- giant asteroids that, that they they're are monitoring cur- constantly. That they're currently monitoring yeah. now. They don't even have a chance. Of hitting us, it? but they just will be coming within. Like evidently, like they fly by us all the time. I'm trying to remember that one that came, the one they found the other, like it was a couple of years ago, on a Maya or something. There's on one, a No, something like that. Because they were like, "Hey, this co- this this asteroid's coming," and they're like, "Is it coming to hit us?" And he goes, "No, but <laughs> it's not shaped like any asteroid we've ever seen in our life. It came from outside of our solar system, which we have never seen before. It it shines." On one side of it, and it changed speed as it left. Should we be concerned about this? <laughs> it was pretty cool. They they explained. Also sponsored by Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was pretty crazy. They were talking about it for a while, but I guess it they changed all, direction. Yeah, but they were like, mm. it did what? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's nothing that we can do about it, so. Yeah, but they yeah. were like, maybe it's a probe. They're like, well, it probably just hit some kind of gravity. Well, probe. that's one of those things. Is um, well, is there life out there? I'm gonna have to say 100 percent yes. Why? It's big ass guy. Seems like an awful waste of space. Yeah. So it's not outside the realm of possibility. Mm -hmm. So the drill bit breaks after 10 feet. They're all pissed because that's never happened before. Um, We've all seen broken drill heads before. I haven't. Well, now you have. Not after 10 feet. (laughs) Uh, AJ, Lev, and Bear pile into the armadillo to leave the wreckage. Uh, AJ uses its space machine gun to blast a hole in the wall. Why do they have a machine gun? These are questions I don't know. Because it's cool. Yeah. Like, if they were like, oh, we got to make a hole. It's just, in, <laughs> it's in case of the aliens. Yeah. Meanwhile, we don't know if there's some hit a hole. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know if there's some kind of life that could live on this asteroid. And maybe they're driving this thing. So like, can you guys make a left? No. How about now? It's just in case there's so, come some sort of space alien. Because as we learned in True Romance, it's better to have a gun and not need it. That's you need a gun and not That's true. It. That's true. So Harry and the team replaced that. And you're, oh, you've always been cool. Or what was it like? It's better to be dead, dead and, and cool than alive and uncool, no, which is not true. <laughs> so Harry and the team replaced the head, and it's back to work. Uh, they dig for a little while, but then the uh, head gets stuck and it blows the transmission. Passing close to the moon apparently has changed the rotation of the asteroid, making communications very tough. So now it's tumbling on all three axes, which I wonder how that would feel. Mm-hmm. Like, did they feel a difference? Probably not. Mm-hmm. It might. I mean, it wouldn't, compared to what? I don't know. Because it's only the size of Texas. So, like, oh, it's the size of, that's big. And it yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big. But it doesn't have that much gravity. I don't know. So, would they feel it less if there was less gravity? And are the suits compensating for it? I don't know. They might not feel enough pull to notice that it's... Yeah. They might not have done the math on this when they made the movie. It was like, no one will notice. Yeah. 
Or maybe it means that there's more gravity if it's spinning on more axes. So, like, we don't know. We don't also feel... Also, they get real heavy, like, fuck, I can't walk. <laughs> no, but, like, we don't feel gravity. Right. We It just is. Mm-hmm. So why would... so? Well, Even the gravity if, is different. But yes, you go to the moon, you'll feel gravity. But we don't. Jupiter. We don't feel our world spinning. So no. you might not. Like you probably wouldn't feel the spinning even if it was tumbling on all three axes because you just feel the effects of the gravity that's keeping you in place, and you don't even consciously feel that. I would be more that. worried about the Earth flipping around yeah. and having to see that. You're just gonna just look at the ground. But um, what I really want you to know what happens if the Earth stops for a second? Well, everybody's dead. We all fly off. No, you just yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> every, every, well, then it's over. Don't worry about it. What was the last thing that went through your mind? But uh, it's not going to. But we know that it's not just going to halt. It's going to slowly s- slow down, which gives us time to drill to the center of the earth <laughs> and find giant diamonds, right? And kickstart that engine. <laughs> so they say they have comms with the shuttle team for another seven minutes and can remote detonate the nuke for five minutes after that. So you, Colonel uh, Keith David wants to make sure that they can blow the nuke up no matter what, and he has to call the president. Harry and Chick return to the shuttle to get a new transmission. Colonel Sharp wants a status report. Where's the world's smartest man during all this? Shouldn't he be fucking... Yeah, we don't see him again, do we? After the... <laughs> no, he's, he's there. He's the man on the planet. <laughs> he's there. All right, well, let's put him in the back. <laughs> he's there. Well, because they're making a bunch of bonehead decisions when the world's smartest man is standing there doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So they're supposed to be at 200 feet. Of the 800 feet. Because they have their... But they're at 50. U.S. Air Force personnel only drill card. (laughs) Who made this? (laughs) Sharp uh, goes to talk to Houston. And Harry and 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 Sharp get into a bit of a fist fight. The president calls. The order is to detonate the nuke now. It's a bad call. It's turning into a serialistic nightmare. Sharp has his orders. Starts to... Uh, activate the nuke. Harry and Trick try to, Chick try to talk him out of it, but uh, he ignores them. Truman sets up a, has one of his people set up a program and kills uh, kills the uplink to give them a little bit of time. Uh, Harry grabs a huge wrench, but Sharp has a pistol. He got why you have a gun in locker. space? Well, there's that big bazooka thing on the <laughs> armadillo. As we <laughs> found out, it's better to have a gun and not need it mm-hmm. than need a gun and not have it. Because of the aliens. What if they're aliens there? You're going to need to have a little firepower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the uplink goes dead, and uh, that makes the bomb's timer stop for a moment. Sharp uh, looks at it, and Harry tells him... Uh, Harry Star- Sharp looks away from Harry at the bomb while it stops. Harry hits him with the wrench. Tick, uh, chick attacks Sharp's other guy. And then he grabs him by the neck with the wrench and is squeezing. The other Gruber, guy's that's Gruber. Right. How do you forget Gruber, man? Hans Gruber. I was going to say Simon. But... Simon Peter Krieg. Born Simon, Simon Gruber. Gruber. So uh, Max and Rockhound come in on the elevator. They see Harry choking, <laughs> choking well, right, Sharp with a giant wrench. <laughs> and uh, Chick standing over Gruber. With a gun, because he got yeah. the gun. Okay, what do we miss? Harry talks Sharp into disarming the bomb. He promises he will hit 800 feet on his daughter's life. Which is kind of a, well, he's, I guarantee it. Yes. But if you're wrong, we're all dead, yes. so were they, so. But, I mean, he's betting on everybody's life. Mm-hmm. But it's better to try. Yeah, but more importantly, I agree. More importantly, he's betting everyone's life that Sharp and Gruber can disarm this bomb in 45 seconds. 
And how much training do they have for that in NASA? Apparently well, a lot, because that's impressive Gruber is their weapons specialist. Right, he's the French yeah. guy from the Corps. Yes, so he... <laughs> so you don't put a munitions specialist with it's a bomb who doesn't know how to use the Lucky bomb. he didn't get hurt. But then why does he have to ask which wire it is? They always have to ask, which is red or blue, red or blue. <laughs> I don't know. Because but it's, I one of those, it's one tension. of those movie things that they want to put tension yeah. in. These guys would know exactly what they wire would. to cut. They wouldn't be asking there questions. They wouldn't be no 50 <laughs> on a nuke on the existence of mankind. They would have flipped that thing over, clicked the wire, and that would have been it. But they need, they need drama. It's Michael Bay. Something's had to go wrong. Nothing has gone wrong this scene yet. (laughs) Well, so Harry comes on uh, the comms and tells Houston that they... uh, Houston, you have a problem. They can piss off because they got a hold of dick. And then all the NASA guys cheer. Well, because... Because they the, wanted to give them the chance to dig the hole. Yeah, but... And they don't think blowing it up on the well, surface and they is going to work. Not, you know, it's just funny. Because they saw the guy with the, with the, you know, firecracker. And you put it around your hand. Your wife will be open your ketchup bottles for the rest of your life. So, AJ, Love and Bear have to Thank stop. Thank you, Mr. Malfoy. Have to stop because of a huge canyon. I was AJ like, gets man, pissed. they should have drilled here. It already did. Some of the feet for them. <laughs> right? Why well, didn't they go, there's, there's a Grand Canyon right here. All right, start there. Maybe that's not where the fault line is. AJ, uh, AJ gets pissed and throws a rock in space and it floats away. AJ asks Lev. Hey, you ever, seen, you ever, ever heard, heard of Evil Evil? <laughs> no, I never saw Star Wars. Exactly. It's a great line. Harry and his crew are now at 150 feet, but Rockhound starts to lose his mind. Space dimension. Space dimension. They, evidently, they tie him up with duct tape, and that's procedure for NASA is to tie him up. If they, <laughs> well, well, he uses the machine gun and just starts shooting everything around. But no, it almost the, hits Harry. The real NASA will tie you up with duct tape if you do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess they don't have Whatever any handcuffs, but they have well, plenty of duct tape. I mean, seems like a good idea. So yeah. It works. <laughs> they got to restrain you. So AJ uses his thrusters. Uh, he he jumps the canyon, turns the thrusters off that hold the jeep or whatever it is down, Armadillo. And, and they jump. Uh, and then once they're over the canyon, he's going to turn the thrusters back on and come back down. And we're going to go down. But the thrusters freeze up. And of course, of course something goes wrong. <laughs> so they're stuck floating away. <laughs> so then... Uh, um, Lev, Lev climbs out of the of the vehicle. It's like, I'm going outside. And they're like, you're going outside. And he's like, I, I am the only qualified astronaut. <laughs> and I'm going to save your American And assets. clearly this scene is so great that they stole it for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> yep. True. <laughs> She's not wrong. But I My totally nipples. would have been fine if they made it to the other side. I don't... <laughs> like, if they just would have jumped this... See, if they were looking to cut time, they could have just cut this part and just let them... Jump, jump over. It. You would have noticed there's a lot of drama going on. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't need to jump over that thing. Oh, no, all. they needed to jump over that thing. Well, because we For always, that Star Wars line. Ta- for the Star Wars line or because yeah. we always already talked about Bear's balls? <laughs> Rockhound gets his minigun, starts shooting everything, almost hits Harry. Harry tackles him. Sharp says he has space dementia. Max has a huge uh, pressure spike buildup under him. Uh, he can't get out of the armadillo in time. It blows up and floats away. I'm cooking in here. Goodbye, Max. Shit looks bad for our heroes. Because now they don't have no way to drill. Harry says, prepare the world for bad news. And you know what's amazing? They tell the world. What's yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> like, no, it's all going good. <laughs> There's a big shadow coming over. <laughs> Any second now. <laughs> Smoke if you go. 
So now there's a montage of the world, <laughs> of the world, everyone praying and saying their goodbyes. I mean, he's traveling 22 miles an hour. So by the time that we could see it, we're dead. Yeah. You'd have, you'd have a little bit of time. Like five minutes. Then. That's a lot of time when it comes down to it. Because would you want to sit there and stare at this thing as it comes at you or just come in the house and. No. You probably wouldn't even. Most people. I want to watch Thor Ragnarok one more time. Most people, if they didn't tell you, <laughs> if they didn't tell you that it was, that they fucked it up, right? Most people are probably not even looking for it. The bad part is, what if you're on the other side of the world? You don't get to see it. Yeah. It's like, I guess it's coming. I don't know. And it would, if you were on the other side of the world, it wouldn't kill you right away. Yeah. You Those get, would you be the guys to, that suffer. Yeah. Well, he said, well, I mean, this is all bullshit. This is just him proje- or speculating. But he says, like, basically half the world is killed instantly. And then some of the fire kills the rest of them. And then the rest get to starve to death in nuclear winter. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Well, basically the, it's basically the road at that point. Which, it really depends on, I think, air quality. Because you wouldn't necessarily starve in nuclear winter because you would just do what they do with the Matrix and live underground or you would have grow houses. They make lamps, electricity. We wouldn't necessarily starve. It's the air quality, though. If the air quality was so poor from all the debris, you wouldn't survive because you wouldn't be getting enough oxygen. Well, they also, well he also said, again, we don't know, but he, he says that it throws all the dust in the air and it blocks out the sun. So yes. that kills all the plants. But you can get. But you can grow can't. plants without the sunlight. They have yeah. artificial light for that. Yeah, if you have power. Have you ever yeah. seen the gentlemen? They grow a bunch of weed <laughs> underground. Yeah, but, but they also have power. <laughs> yes, but just because, but power wouldn't necessarily be knocked out. It would only be knocked out in certain portions of the world. It depends on what kind of seismic activity happened. And I mean, this is a lot of my hopes. Yeah. You know, wind power could well, be huge. You hope that people underground are better than me, because I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> I would say, I would say that there are What's people happen I think that would survive. And you would have in the nuclear winter, people would have possibly time to react. A lot of people are going to starve to death. A lot of people are going to die. Mm-hmm. But the smart people who know how to who maybe have greenhouses and know a little bit about farming and farming without lights and also have a lot of military backing or guns may live. Mm-hmm. Just let me be on the side that gets hit. <laughs> I'm like Carly. I'm like, I want it to hit me head on. I don't want I'm to deal saying, with this shit. It wouldn't necessarily kill everyone. It mm-hmm. may not kill you everyone. It may survive. It depends. But you know what? For the movie purposes, they want everybody to die. I know. But those doomsday preppers might live. That's what they've been preparing for their whole lives. Yeah, I know there's just, I know there's some celebrities that have like whole missile silos and stuff set up with like apartments and stuff and all that kind of shit. Well, they then you invited certain people to go. Yeah, there's a bunch of those. All well, you Bezos know what? And all them. If I found out, if I was in like Cindy Crawford's super secret missile silo, you know who the first person that were that were kicking out? Cindy Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, shouldn't he much? I'm just saying, like. It's only if Matthew Lillard's not there already. Like, they paid for everything, but, Michelle like, Rodriguez. if they didn't have... Like, obviously, they're getting skilled people to bring in to keep them alive. Yeah. But guess what? All the people with the skills, they're probably going to push those not those useless people now that money means nothing. Exactly. Right out right. the door. All of your sports stars and celebrities who think they're going to be saved, they're all getting bumped off. Yeah. Because guess what? You know, basketball Limited players resources. are big, and they use a, eat a lot of food. They got to go. Limited resources, <laughs> yeah. sir. You can't cool. pump everybody else off because you got to have enough gene pool for, yeah. for bottle purposes. Mm-hmm. So a giant asteroid erases Paris. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, Hassan. Notre Dame. 
Hassan left Paris. He's good. He went back. <laughs> he went back though because he he was presenting something. He's in Saint Anthony. No, Marguerite. Him, him and Marguerite went there to to go get the smoke machine so mm-hmm. they can make more food. I don't think they had to go all the way to Paris for that. <laughs> they could have ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> nope, they had to go get that one. It was on and actually, this happened in 98, so uh, he mm-hmm. was eight and still living in India. That's crazy that he was in That Paris. is true. <laughs> so just then, AJ pulls up. Hussam was in Mumbai. <laughs> with an armad- with, uh, rolls up with his crew and the other armadillo. Now well, they I have five words for you. Damn good to see you, boy. Oh, no. That's seven. But this is the dumbest line in the entire movie. Your boyfriend's back. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's pretty bad. That's the dumbest thing in this movie, is that one line. And what's funny is, you know, someone wrote that like, oh, that's yeah, an awesome so line. Good. People were like, yeah. So now they have to drill 250. Then they have to sit in the and look at it and go, eh. Yeah. 250 feet still. Only in one, one hour. Drill head and one transmission. In one hour. One hour. And in, in the track record we've got, I mean, Let's they ain't going to make it. Let's hope we made it through that iron. Because. So AJ's drilling. Hits another gas pocket. God damn it. Harry tells We're at 277 feet. So problems. Harry tells him to back off because that's how we lost Max. AJ says there's no time. He knows he can make it. You have to trust him. If you're ever going to trust him, now's the time. Because if you don't, you're all dead anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Harry lets AJ decide. Make the call. AJ continues to 700, 750, 790. Bam. 795. 802. Everyone right, you cheers. went too far. Way to go, dickhead. You missed it. <laughs> now they got to get it out because they got... Just keep going. 35 minutes. <laughs> keep drilling. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone cheers. Now they have 38 minutes to get all this shit off of, uh, all this stuff out of the hole, put the nuke in the hole, load the ship, take off, and remote detonate the bomb. That's a lot. Yeah. And the best part is, <laughs> this is stupid, he's using a sawzall to cut the pipe, mm-hmm. and, he, and they're like, you got to get out of there now, AJ. He goes, I just need like three more seconds. He's barely even touched I that know. fucking pipe with that, that saw. That pipe is not cut through. He's not cut through this fucking thing I'm sure it's the best one you can no, get. I'm sure it is, but, just, but still. So the asteroid, there's asteroid debris shifts and starts to collide with everything around them. Gruber's killed. Well, they have a plasma torch. That would cut right through that pipe. Exactly. Gruber's killed. Maybe plasma torches don't work in space. No oxygen. You're right. Mm-hmm. They can get a line, though. Oh, my God. I solved that. Yeah. <laughs> but you can get an oxygen tank and just kind of feed it that way. Maybe, but you, maybe you can't fit the oxygen tank and AJ down the hole. Yeah, you can get lines. Maybe the line is not long enough. <laughs> I don't know. You just make anyway. a longer line. We saw an entrapment. You can bring them. There's only the so much space in this shuttle. Sure. Or have a weight limit. The have a weight limit. They're bringing Max. So. <laughs> and Bear. Yeah, yeah, and Bear. So AJ's launched into space because of something or other. There's an explosion yeah. in the in the hole, and it shoots AJ out of the hole like a geyser. But he grabs a he grabs a hose at the last second, so it's it's unraveling, 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 unraveling. Yeah. And Harry runs over and grabs it and saves him, of course. And. So you're hoping that it doesn't pull Harry into space with you. Yes. Yeah. Because how much velocity did he have? Uh, they load the bomb, and they set it up, everything, but the remote trigger's dead. Damn it. Damaged in the earthquake. <laughs> what the fuck? They say damage the earthquake, but I'm like, maybe when you cut it all up, when you were fucking you and Grouper were fucking around. <laughs> That's what they were like, oh, man, we fucked this uh, thing up. It, it must have been, been the earthquake. The, uh, earth? Yeah, shit. Someone's going to have to stay behind and hit the hit the button, but not us because we have to fly the plane. So How they, convenient. So they decide they're going to draw straws. Chick says, I ain't drawing against dance. you. I ain't drawing against you, Harry. Well, I'm going to draw against you, so you better. Exactly. So 
so they all pull him. Lev goes, is, is this good? Is this good or bad? <laughs> and I said, that's exactly what I would do, too, because never in my life have I been in the like, it's never like straw situation. It's never close. <laughs> it's always like, like a millimeter. Like, oh, come on, man, really? Yeah. You've never drawn straws before? No. All right, you understand the premise? I mean... It's a pretty self-explanatory. You want one that isn't different from everyone else's. <laughs> no, you have you ever heard the expression, well, you've drawn the short straw? Yeah. That's where it comes from. They're all like you have seven the inches straw, and one six You have to go get blown up. We always did odd man out when I was growing up. You know, you draw straws. Sometimes you cheat. I don't, I guess, I mean, how often do I just have enough straws lying around? Well, they didn't have straws here either. They used wire. <laughs> so AJ says, well, he gets the short one. He says, well, everyone has to die. I get to do it saving the world. It's not, he's gonna have a high school named after him. Yeah, <laughs> at least. Uh, Harry Maybe says, a "Harry says, uh, okay, well, he'll see. He'll take him down." The, they ride this platform elevator down, and he's telling Harry to say goodbye to Grace. Uh, when Harry pulls his air feed, <clears throat> and in 1998, when I saw this, I was like, "Bruce yeah, Willis is gonna fucking stick him." Well, because he volunteers originally, Harry's like, I'm going to fucking do this. And, and you're like, they're all no, like, no, 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 we're going to... Lev is like, I am the hero of Russia. There's and no way I'm going to let you do the... this. Steve Buscemi is like, please, can you just let me do it? <laughs> like, I don't no. want to go back to Earth. <laughs> no. No, we don't let Thor control the Infinity Gauntlet. We don't let fucking you control the fucking nuke on the, or on the planet either. Only, only non crazy I really want this responsibility. Um, so he t- tears the air feed off and throws AJ back in the lift. Um... He tears his mission patch off and hands it to him. Mace says, make sure Truman gets that. Harry says, no, no. Harry says, it's my turn. AJ says, no, no, it's my job. He says, you take care of my little girl now. That's your job. I was starting you like a son. Yeah. It was like, earlier in the movie, you were shooting at him. Yeah. <laughs> be damn proud of you if you marry Well, if I thought you, you were my son and that's my daughter, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I had to shoot you as a shotgun. AJ says, he loves Lack him. Lack of options. Beats on the glass. And that's that. So... Liv Tyler's actual choices were Ben Affleck or Owen Wilson. Yeah. She went or any other man that she met while she was working out of the office that they also own. Yeah. But, you know, because Oscar was like five minutes older than Grace. She could have went with the Butterscotch Stallion and she chose fucking Ben Affleck. Or she didn't have to date any man on the oil rig. Well, she loved AJ. They had a special connection. Oh. He is all about shared moments. So AJ. Did you mention that he was in Chasing Women? I forgot. Mm-hmm. No, we haven't done it. We did, we did Chasing Amy. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did do Chasing Amy. I was thinking of fucking mall rats. Sorry. That was the back of a Volkswagen. Yeah. So Harry, or uh, AJ comes back up and Chick knows immediately what happened. He says, a stubborn son of a bitch. Harry looks at the hostile environment around him blowing up and he goes, well, this was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not done with Tony's daddy issues yet, folks, so let's keep them going. So Grace has to say goodbye to her dad. Grace says, I'm so scared. Harry says, I know, honey, but there won't be anything left to be scared of soon. I want you to know that AJ saved us. I he want did. You, I want mm-hmm. you to tell Chick that I couldn't have done it without him. And he wishes uh, wishes he could be there to walk you down the aisle. Everyone uh, <clears throat> walk down the aisle. But, of course, the engine on the shuttle won't start. <laughs> so Lev gets pissed and runs back uh with well, uh, Watts, Watts. Is, Watts is down there trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, you have to move. You know how to fix it. <laughs> You're another component. 
American components, Russian components, all made in Taiwan. Exactly. This is, if you don't move me, I'll have to move you. Let me show you how we fix things on Russian space station. So he yep. takes a pipe and just hitting <laughs> Starts it. Starts beating it. And, and it, it works. Goes up. And it works. <laughs> this is how we do things. Engine fires up. I want up. to go home. <laughs> Engine fires up and they blast out of there. The asteroid cracks and hisses. Henry says, scream all you want, you ugly bitch. The uh, area Harry's at, it blows up. It's a good thing it didn't do this while they were drilling. Yeah. Because they never would have got a hundred feet. Yeah. Sharp says, it's taking too long. we got to go back. Chick says, nope. Harry will do it. Uh-huh. Sharp is just about to turn around. Chick screams, Colonel, I'm asking you for one more minute. AJ okay. says, Harry will do it. He doesn't know how to fail. Yes, and if they turn around, by the time they get I there, know. it's too late. <laughs> they have like two minutes left. You can't land that shuttle, get out, find, you know, you don't have time. Like, it's it's over. Like It's done. You might as well just get a good shot at the end of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harry's fallen into a small gorge, and he's climbing out right at the last seconds. He grabs the trigger, pulls it close, closes his eyes, and says, We win, Gracie, and kabloom. Harry's life flashes before his eyes as a gigantic rock splits in two, both halves slide past Earth, missing it by 400 miles. That's a lot. It's not. I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> I don't know how long. It's a lot, but it's also probably not when you think about the effectiveness of our gravity. Yeah, 400 miles in the grand scheme of things probably isn't, you know, you might feel that. Mm-hmm. Definitely would fuck Like when a big truck goes up. by the house and you can feel it. Also, <laughs> it went past us, but is one of those going to hit, like, Mercury? It might. Or Venus? Or swoop it back might. around. And fuck the up the whole solar system? It might. Uh, people it might land into the sun and probably wouldn't do anything to yeah. the sun. Mm-hmm. It would probably melt on the way. <laughs> people around the world cheer and clap. Bear says, you, Harry. You're the man. man. Um, everyone at NASA cheers and dances except one, Grace. Truman walks over to her and hugs her. The shuttle's landing rough, and Chick says, Something I, to- I never told anybody, but I'm afraid of flying. Air Force can you do it. would be ashamed to die now. Well, maybe he had an experience like B.A. Barakas had. Ooh, oh, shit. Uh, Gotta give him the drugged milk. <laughs> Rockhound says, oh yeah? Well, I borrowed 100 grand from a loan shark and spent it on a stripper named Molly Mounds. Well, that's bad. <laughs> that is bad. <laughs> they, lay, they land safely and they all exit. And Rockhound's like, hey, um, we're all gonna be heroes now. If you guys wouldn't mind, don't mention that space dimension <laughs> stuff. Grace runs to AJ. Uh, Molly Mounds runs to Rockhound. Astronauta! Oh, I wanna have babies. Let's have babies. She's <laughs> in the wedding sequence with him. And so is the, the loan shark. The loan shark has a front row seat to their wedding. Maybe he just wanted to attend this event that had all those famous fucking people at it. Because these guys saved the world. It's probably going to be a big to-do. You thought Prince mm-hmm. Charles and Diana had a big wedding. April O'Neil shows up with Chick's son. Uh, Sharp approaches Gracie, introduces himself, and asks for her permission to shake the hand of the daughter of the bravest man he ever met. Which is dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, not that he wants to shake her hand, but the, but the, was, yeah. the way they worded it. I can yeah, see why he'd want to come shake her hand. Yeah, like I just want to, you know, say th- your dad made a big sacrifice. Thank you on behalf yes. of everybody on the earth. Yes, mm-hmm. Truman would have been a better line. So Truman greets AJ. AJ gives him the mission patch, and he smiles. AJ and Grace kiss, and we watch their wedding as the credits roll. And her real dad's band, Aerosmiths, don't want to close my eyes, please. And they shot this on eight millimeter film. The wedding scene, mm-hmm. the camera was owned by Ben Affleck. Yep. But I wonder, did they buy the film or was that his film as well? Did he get to expense that? 
$20,000 film. Refinanced his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) See, so they got teeth and they got the camera. See, it worked out. There you go. That's what it was. They paid ten grand for the teeth and ten grand for the camera. There you go. You rented it. <laughs> and, and when this song came out, when the movie came out, this song was on a lot. And I like this song. I still like this song. Oh yeah. It's not their best song, but it's a good song. Because um, finally that song from the Titanic stopped playing every fifteen minutes and they played this instead. Exactly. So what do you think, Ben? Well oh. he said oh. his favorite character is Harry All Go No Quit Stamper. <laughs> His least favorite character is Rockhound. What the hell did he actually fucking do on this mission besides talk shit and shoot things? Why did Harry need him? Favorite scene? The assembling of the team montage. I love a good getting the band back together scene. His favorite line is Ronald Quincy. I know the president's chief advisor. We were at MIT together, and at this point in time, you really don't want to take the advice from a man who got a C- minus in astrophysics. The president's advisors are wrong. I am right. Favorite tertiary object? Stole my line. The patch that Harry gives to Truman. Yay, this movie obviously has significance for me. He I stole my line. Finally. He stole my line and my favorite scene. Well, you can scene. go next, John. He stole my line and my favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go first last. Yeah, oh, let go ahead, Lane. Go first. Sorry. Good. I don't want anybody to steal my backup line. Oh, then I'm going first. <laughs> my, my favorite line, my backup. Wait, who's your favorite character? Is Our object collision budget is $1 million. That allows us to track about 3% of the sky. I'm begging your pardon, sir. That's a big-ass sky. Uh, this is great. My favorite character, it's hard for me to choose because I really want to choose them all. I love Harry. I love Chick. And Sharp is great. Sharp is really good. Mm-hmm. So it's a three-way tie. Um, my least favorite character is Max. Hmm. He just... He, He's just here to drill. I just didn't need him. Um, me too. <laughs> my favorite scene is when they're going through the astronaut testing I just love all the weird tests they have to go through and how they react. Um, my favorite tertiary object is the space machine gun because <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, this movie is... Often people talk about how terrible this movie is. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Bay doesn't like it. Ben Affleck, This is a really good movie. This is one of Michael Bay's best movies. Yes. Yes, it is a ridiculous action movie, but this, I think, set... Kind of the bar for ridiculous. So is Transformers, action. and so is The Rock. And yeah, but this know. is way better than Transformers. No, no, it is. Oh, but yeah. it's this just like way better. Than all his Tra- movies are ridiculous. I know, but like this kind of set the the tone for ridiculous action movies. Yeah. And like people, like when people talk about over the top action movies, they're Ooh, like over the top. That was a good movie too. It's like twenty seven <laughs> Armageddon's. You know, like right, it's right, always right. got to be like bigger than Armageddon, more action than Armageddon. Like this is the benchmark here. Yeah. That a lot of people you really use. can't fit any more action in And then movie. they talk about how shitty it is. No, this is the benchmark. This is the benchmark. And it's right up there with like Independence Day for me. It's just a great action movie. It's just she a good better time. Nay it after all this. <laughs> I and hate she's it. like Anna Nay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fuck this movie. I hate it. It's great. Good, Carly. Alright. My favorite character is Bear because I love that actor. Michael mm-hmm. Clark Duncan. Wonderful. It's great. Uh, my least favorite character is Owen Wilson in everything. <laughs> wow. wow. Even the Royal Tenenbaums? That movie was terrible. I haven't seen... I only saw that once. Yeah, don't. It's, um, um, did you like the Life of Aquatic I like Steve in, I like him in Cable Guy. Hey, uh, this chicken's hatch yet? Come on, man. He's, He's just like good. a complete dick. I like him in Zoolander. Oh, yeah, Zoolander. I mean, awesome. I, He's so hot I like him in Zoolander. Ansel? I just don't like him in Ansel. most things, I guess. I liked him in Anaconda. 
He's pretty great in the Wedding Crashers. He was yeah. awesome in that. You know what he wasn't really good in behind enemy lines where he was like, he's gonna be an action oh, yeah. star. Yeah, he's not an action stealth. star. Wasn't he in stealth? Yeah, that movie sucked. Yeah, that was terrible. Not stealth, uh, um I spy. No, oh, that's it. My favorite scene is the same as Elaine's. The uh the training slash testing. Oh my stuff. My <laughs> favorite line, I'm gonna go with the um we're just in the beginning part of space. We haven't even gotten to outer space yet. Which was funny because that, that was said by Owen Wilson. I know, I know, I know. I know. Um, wow. And wow. my favorite treasury object is all the spiked foam at the NASA. That was ridiculous. <laughs> spiked foam. <laughs> Tell me, why don't you go? And I'll eat oh. it too. I don't love it as much as you guys, but... And actually, my thoughts going in, because we didn't do that, apparently, were, man, I've only seen this movie one time, and it was, like, 15 years ago. I hope I still yeah, like it. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what were your thoughts going in? I was like, I haven't seen this in a while. Our, our hey. thoughts going in were, like, we all picked this movie, so yeah. what's this? We had thoughts? many, many discussions about what we should do for our 200th episode, yeah. and this one won. That was our thoughts. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'll go with that. You want me to go or you want to go? Just like The Incredible Hulk. I'll what? give you that. Why don't you go? We're going to change Fine. this. is episode 200. We're gonna... My favorite character is a three-way tie between Harry... You can't do that. Favorite character is <laughs> not plural. No. Well, watch, I can. I can, though. Do watch it. it. Really? <laughs> give me your three-way tie. Characters. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Harry it Stamper, fucking is. Charles Chick, and anything Keith David plays. <laughs> it is a three-way tie. High five. All right, Tony was like, Keith David, he's my favorite character. I was like, really? Isn't he, he's like, barely awesome. in this... No, he's Might great. be Santa Claus. Right, I thought right. about picking him for my least favorite character because he's such a dick, but oh, he oh, yeah, really yeah. cares about him. Like he doesn't want to well, give those orders. Well, because you, the one part is when they're setting the shit down, he looks back and and then it's you have to really watch it because he looks back like he's pissed, and then they cut away so far you you miss it, but he smiles at Truman like he knows. Or like, but it's when, really small, so you have to. Or watch when he it. pulls out the secondary protocol envelope and he's like, "You got to get him out of there." Yeah. Because he knows what's coming. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it, but he, he okay. can't not do. it. Um, my least favorite character is the IT guy that comes in and gets all shitty. The one that goes, I need you to relinquish your terminal now. Like, <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Yeah, whatever Air Force dude. Yeah. You can't use any other terminal? <laughs> I just want you off of this one because we know you're the one it's that like, dude, we're, it we, we may all die in 18 hours or 18 whatever. Why don't you calm yourself there, buddy? Favorite line is, Harry doesn't know how to fail. Always like that. Favorite scene is when Harry's guys are all trying to convince him not to shoot AJ. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is Godzilla toys. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for the NASA miners that trained for six months to go to Mars and told they get to save the world. Nope. <laughs> Harry's like, nice nice destiny. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, and of course, I'll yay this. All right, John. Okay. So my 16 favorite characters. Are. All right. <laughs> Alphabetical, though. <laughs> Alphabetically speaking. Everybody no. but Nunez. AJ is one. <laughs> Bear um, is B. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to just give one character as my favorite. What? Just one. Can we do Because mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the rules. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm going to go with Harry. Because he's... All balls, no quit. Yeah, all, all balls, no quit Harry Stamper. <clears throat> my I'll least favorite next. character, I was having a really hard time picking one, so I went with Chick's wife. Yeah. Because she was she like, was you can't see your son. We don't have the whole story... On why he can't see his son. Maybe he, he killed the Ninja Turtle. Her. Shut up. That's terrible. Don't <laughs> say that. He might have beat her, and that's why he yeah, can't see her. But we just don't have enough information to make that decision. Yeah. So I picked her because she's like, you can't see your son. Hey, here's your son. Mm-hmm. And it was really like... I was like, would they really just let her come on there? 
<laughs> Probably not, but in, in lieu of saying I don't have a least favorite character, I'm just going to shoehorn her. She in. could say this is his son, yeah. and there probably would be proof, especially if the courts say you can't see your son. Yeah, here's a document. <laughs> um, anyway, so my favorite line is American components, <laughs> Russian components, all made in Taiwan. You have to move any music because I want to go home. They're not made in Taiwan anymore. They're made in China. Poor Taiwan. Well, it's been 20 years. Mm-hmm. I know. My I favorite scene has been stolen several times. <laughs> so I'll go with Same Steve Buscemi <laughs> on top of the nuke going... Dun, 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 you know the from that Slim movie? Pickens? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Learning to love the bomb. Please get off the thermonuclear weapon. Because that's like my sixth favorite scene, and you guys picked all my other ones. We only um, picked two, because we picked the same one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, and my favorite tertiary object is the grass. The grass you see when Lev and um, Bear and, and AJ jump the crater. When they land, and Lev lands on the ground, and he's running up, and he's going, Yeah! Look at the bottom of the armadillo, and you can see grass. Oh, wow. Like, they covered up some grass, and you can see the grass. Wow. I did not see we that. We might actually have to look at that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll watch it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. when, when it comes up. We're going to forget. Next time yeah. that happens, because, you know, we have, they had to bring him back in. And he, right when he goes, yeah, and he put the arm in the air, look down by the armadillo. Okay. And you see green grass. And once you see it, you can't we always see it. it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. everything is gray, and then there's just a big spot of green. <laughs> it's like the woman in the red dress. Like the woman in the red dress. Or the pencil from John Wick. Hmm. Um, and I will give this a yay. I know it has a lot of problems and you can nitpick it to it death. But problems. Well, the problem is that this is the most that unbelievable no story problems. that every scene something has to go wrong. Yeah. That's <laughs> this, my only thing with it. There's little, little things you can, that. if you want to nitpick it, but um, I guess I wasn't that picky when I saw this the first time. And Rose Colored Glasses, I love this movie. Yeah. That's great. So, yay. Happy 200th. Happy 200, guys. Yay. We made it. And who'd have thunk it that we made it? Season four is done. Season two? Season three? Season two. Season Season, four? This is going to be our season two finale, and we're going to start our... (laughs) Season four. Yeah, whatever. Our season premiere next week. (laughs) On the podcast. Is Elaine's pick. So we will be starting the celebration of Tony's birthday month. Oh, shit. That guy? Yeah. Because he he managed to survive another year. (laughs) Way to make it around the sun. Close. You did your Roadrunner thrust movement yeah. around the sun, <laughs> and you lived another year. So, for your birthday this year, I will be picking Resident Evil. The first one. The first one. There's like eight of those. <laughs> yes, it is the first one. And actually, when I, I had trouble finding it on IMDb because I kept clicking on one that is uh, scheduled to come out in 2021. There's another one coming out? So, it looks like they... <laughs> the last one was the last one. No, no. One. It looks like they remade it. Oh, they're rebooting uh, it. That's a good idea. Because that it's owns the worse. first thing that comes up, not the 2002 version. Which, I know it's your birthday and you hate Michelle Rodriguez, but she know. dies horribly. And this has Mila Jovovich, mm-hmm. who, who I love. created a language to cheat on her husband. No. She <laughs> still created uh, a language to cheat on his wife. seducer. Right. Yeah. Wonderful Monster Hunter thing to do. I yeah. don't care. I want to watch it. Because I love her bullshit movies. I know, I wonder when it comes out. Wow. Well, that's the weird thing. It's like, I don't know when anything comes out anymore. They're always like, hey man, Blah Blah's coming out. Cool, when? 
We don't know. 2021? Well, because they, they don't know anything. They, <laughs> I know. They're holding a bunch of movies waiting because they want to put them in theaters yeah. to make actual money. Yeah. Unless they're like, this movie's not going to do well. I don't know. they got to be making some movie money somehow because some of these stuff is going on streaming services. Yeah. Well, because people are paying $20 well, a, to... And Netflix has been buying movies and putting them on Netflix forever. So obviously that has to make some kind well, of Netflix money. Netflix just, they said they just spent, I don't know, a billion dollars or whatever. And they're going to put out a new movie every week. Well, and Netflix is one of those things it. where it's like, all right, well, how much did it cost to make your movies? A hundred million dollars. We're going to give you 120. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I'm guaranteed $20 million profit. I'll take it. And on certain times like this, you'll do that shit. Yeah. Instead of gambling, well, I can make you know, 300 million or we can make nothing. Yeah. I mean, really... As long as they cover the cost of making the movie, they don't really need to make that much of a profit. Yeah, I'm sure they want to, but they'll... Well, that allows them to make more movies because they have that mo- that money to reinvest. Yep. But... Carly? Oh, crap. Um, <laughs> we skipped that because we started yeah. talking about the next episode. We, we did. did. We did. We're, this is season four. <laughs> this is all new, baby. We're going to sk- switch seats and everything. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm doing horror and and, and romance. <laughs> I'm doing no, horror no, no, movies. No, 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 Tony thought true romance was a romance. It was. We it's in the title. Not, we are not giving Tony. It's romance. the purest romance. <laughs> I think we should do that one month for switch. We do that for birthday months. It's not switching. It kind of is done. All right. All right. Well, please find us on Facebook.com slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast on Instagram at Movie Podcast Dogs on Twitter at Movie Podcast. You can email at moviepodcast at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you. Hey. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>